me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. <laughs> You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. But this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome to DC On Screen, episode 485. I'm your host, David Z. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. This episode, we're going to be talking about the season finale of Arrow, Life Sentence, season 6, episode 23. What, what did you think, man? Like, they kind of knocked it out of the park for this finale. Oh, for sure. Um, the the season overall, because this is also like a season review. Um, uh huh. It kind of it had its moments where I thought, "What are you doing here?" And I th- I still think, and you know, Mark Guggenheim agrees with me that like, they, there were some miscalculations about how they executed the plan. Uh huh. But it seems to me that the plan the entire time was let's take the team, break it down to its, to, break it down to basically just Oliver again. And mm-hmm. then have him rebuild the team's trust. Uh huh. I'm okay with that plan. It doesn't bother me at I all. I thought, like, if this was a if if we were in this season and this was a part of a movie, this would be like the darkest before the dawn. The hero's lost. The looks like the villain's going to get away with it, kind of thing. This is save the cat. I'm fine with that. Where it works all the mm-hmm. time. And over the course of the series, like for the for over the course of the season, I, I enjoyed it. There were just some spots in there where, like, no, I didn't care about all the stupid arguments between the team and that kind of like. Both of those teams were wrong about their feelings. <laughs> like it just they were both wrong. Mm-hmm. And like it presented people that were otherwise smart people in a in a very dumb light. Like they all should have kind of known better in certain ways. None of them should have been as quick to judge the other. All this kind of stuff that like at the very least though, the apologies that Oliver was dishing out this episode felt wonderful. It at least set that yeah. up. Yeah. And I love that I can't remember who it was that noticed like, dude, this is your goodbye tour. What are you doing? This Felicity like, pops in and was like was Yeah, so can't help but notice. <laughs> I I have very very obviously if you've listened to any other any of the other episodes of 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 our show that where we've talked about it I'm not a, I've not been a big fan of this season I hate this season honestly like it's been pretty bad um but the season finale was really good yeah I'm predictable in like, the sense that like we we knew Oliver wouldn't just somehow get immunity out of that we knew at the end of the last episode that this was going to go badly for him hell the episode's yeah. named life sentence we get it. Yeah, st- and you know, but you know that it's been renewed. They've already put out like a <laughs> a one sheet for it. 
there's Oliver in the mask. Like, he's yeah. going to come out. <laughs> He'll be fine. It's okay. <laughs> and there may, and it's, this is the kind of thing where, like, I'm so glad Guggenheim's out of the picture. Because I swear, I think it was him that said, hey, there's some stuff coming and it's, it's really going to stick. And I'm like, no, it's not, dude. I, just go away. I don't trust anything you say anymore. Go. Stop lying to me. Uh-huh. Like, there's going to be some consequences for the season. It's going to be big. Like, Lance dying, if that's what he was talking about. Yeah, I think Lance is dead. Um, I mean, for yeah. sure. Like, he's already well, got another project he's on. Yeah, absolutely. And and that one hurt, though. It because did. I love that character. I, I do love that character. And they had a great, like, last conversation. You know, the whole, you're a, you were a good father thing. It was, it was really fucking touching. Like, uh, Mel just killed it mm-hmm. this episode. All those scenes, man. Oof. He has perfected that, like, stony, I want to cry, but it, it's not the right time look. Yeah. The, um, I have to be strong right now look. He's, he's perfected it. I was a little bit on the, like, oh, good job, evil Laurel. <laughs> you called Sarah after he was in surgery? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot like, she was I even in the episode, her- and then she showed up and yeah. kind of didn't affect it very much. It's like, oh, come on, man. Y'all couldn't have given them one scene? Like, what what is going on here? I hope she used her time machine to go back and say goodbye to her dad. Seriously. <laughs> that was weird. It really was. Like, if uh, Was there like a scheduling issue between Blackthorn and yeah. her that they just could not get that done or something? Yeah. I don't know, man. I really that don't. That was weird. That was weird. That's really weird. Like, oh, thanks for not calling Thea. Because like, they haven't had like a father-daughter relationship the last like season and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It, that That one's weird, man. I'm picking nits over here. Like it was a. The only picking nit I wanted to do with this episode. <laughs> it was a strong episode. It was a strong episode. Part. But that was a little weird because they even build like, "Hey, Katie Lots is coming back," and then I saw it and was like, "She did nothing. All she did was show up and uh, and just kind of not cry and then cry and that was it. That was all. It wasn't rewarding mm-hmm. at all for me to see her in this. It was. It, it was. It was so strange. But there was a there in the scene where Lance gets shot. Like I had a series of questions. One, why would he be bluffing? We've right. we've not at any point shown that he cares so much about her that surely he's bluffing. That was a stupid call. It was. Where's the camera that he's supposed to use to address the city? Did I just not mm-hmm. see it, or was it not there? I'm confused. And then three, he's like you have five seconds, and I'm like, on what? Where's the crew? Is he supposed where's to the Skype crew? the city? Yeah. <laughs> I doubt you left him in there with a cell phone. Yeah. Um, Diaz is just like that kind of irrational. Just <laughs> that was weird, man. And then even if he does address the city, he looks like uh-huh. he got his ass beat right now. Right. What? Like the FBI is going to leave? We're like, well, the guy's clearly in charge. He told us to leave. We have to get out. No, they're going to be like that guy is clearly being held hostage. We should probably stick around for a second. Mm-hmm. That was weird. It was weird. Okay, I got one. I got one more was. thing now. Uh huh. Diaz should die for the way he holds his cell phone. <laughs> I don't think I noticed. How did he hold He's it? He's one of the guys that like listens for a second and then holds it in front of his face to, to talk to it and then holds it back on his ear to listen again and then holds it in front. Like, it can hear you. You just hold it on your ear and you talk and it can hear you. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's like one of these people that like like 90% of the people who are driving around me on any given day. Yeah. Just like has to switch it to his mouth, to the ear, to the mouth, to the ear, to the mouth. Like, yeah. Like it's it, – it, I and I get confused when I see young people because I think it's older people who still remember what a landline feels like who think that the ear has to be t- like the mouth needs to be touching it for it to work it doesn't work that way you just talk into it is it like people who are afraid of getting germs on their face or oil on their face from their fingers so they don't want acne what, what I don't I, I don't know I don't know that would be a way more logical explanation than anything I've thought of so far anyway you're welcome so it was it was rewarding later when he, the cell phone gets shot and I was like ah if you were holding it right it wouldn't be able to shoot it off your head 
Uh-huh. <laughs> you idiot. Anyway, that's not even the show's fault. That's just a thing that annoys me. Like, it made me hate him more. I was like, this, maybe that's just good writing. I liked I liked the character. Like, to me, the best episode of the season was the dragon. It was his episode, like, where the, we went back and looked at his backstory. And uh, I, for that reason, I'm happy to see him again next season. I am. I do like the idea that there wasn't just a big bad this season, that they built him up huge and then took him down hard and then it's mm-hmm. just him and what looked like four guys and he's he's just still out there but it also means that the fbi has to stay and i feel like that's probably how we get oliver out is the fbi can't handle diaz and they have to put a mask back on ollie and send him back in the field probably yeah. probably with a second green arrow if i'm guessing i'm down with that and we know roy's coming back so who knows what's going on oh this is delightful apparently there's ice cream truck still Ooh. Oh, if that shows up that's what was happening send him over my way it'll be a minute I'm not congested enough. I need some some dairy in my throat. Just what else? <laughs> By the way, I'm a little annoyed by how the, the the term lactose intolerant makes you seem like you're somehow racist against lactose. Yeah, I'm lactose intolerant, but I would love not to be. Right. <laughs> I still eat it. <laughs> I consume it as much as I can. As much as can physically be done. Oh, uh, this is another nice part. I don't was Anatoly. I don't think Anatoly was included outright in the uh, immunity. But what I do know is that because he did so. he, because he did the smart thing, which was kind of realize, oh, okay, Diaz is getting dangerous. I don't think I think the moth's getting a little too close to the flame. He shows up. Hello, friends. <laughs> Turns himself in. Yep. That means he's still alive in the show, which makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Now, what the hell is the deal with the longbow hunters? <laughs> I didn't think they existed. I don't know what's going on with that, but they sure sounded scary. And I guess Diaz mm-hmm. still has their contact info because he was the only oh, he mean, was the I'm... only thing they had left that he had left at that point. See, I don't think so because he basically rules the four quadrants now, or whatever it's called, the quadrant or whatever. Did that was when the four quadrants had control of the city, which they don't anymore. The city is now like has been. It's not like swept clean in a fresh city, but the arrests have been made. Stuff's been put in motion. And Oliver has this, you know, complete the mission to save our city, like call, you know, call to action for the, for all the citizens. Like I, like I'm turning myself in. We started the fight. You got to finish it kind of thing. So there's clearly, mm-hmm. clearly still corruption in the city, but like the quadrants relied on that corruption and it has been, they took a huge chunk out of it. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what, what, what good the quadrant is, which is fine. Cause it was a weird concept. They just introduced on us in the middle of nothing. I would imagine there are still like people from all over the country, at least, that he could call to his def- to to help him out. Because while he killed everyone, he killed pretty much everyone that was like in charge of it. He still has like all the lackeys and stuff. Yeah, but it's not like he earned his position. He showed up, killed everyone, was really scary, yeah, but- and then now he has no leverage. So if you're if there's like quadrant over in Gotham or something that that gets here's wind of that, they're they have no respect for that guy. He's done. They see him again, maybe. they put him out of his misery. We move on. Mob rules. Or maybe they follow him, because there's nowhere else to go. <sighs> see, they would still have their corruption in their city. We all we all, all we did was clean up Star City. I think they still got mm. their own thing kicking, and he looks like a weak link they'd take out. That's my take on it. Maybe. I think they do. Like, in the comics, like, Richard Dragon was, was with the Longbow Hunters. So, I suspect we'll I think we'll they're have... the only thing he's got left, is a scrappy team of assassins, and he starts making some moves. Maybe. <clears throat> That's my bet. I don't know. 
But yeah, Longbow Hunters and Richard Dragon, that's 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 been long on the docket, man. Everyone's been going like, uh, I don't know who you got else other than, you know, Onomatopoeia and Longbow Hunters. <laughs> <laughs> this is Green Arrow we're talking about. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll <laughs> probably pull out Onomatopoeia. I mean, as soon as Kevin Smith figures out a way to actually he did. He fi- to represent it. He figured it. out a he way. He did finally figure it out? Yeah. Because I, knew, I remember Mark he said Guggenheim. he was having trouble with it. So, so that's a good it, point. Goog's out of the picture. Maybe... Because Guggenheim doesn't care for Kevin Smith. Yeah, they had a little beef early, like years and years ago. And he's obviously over with the rest of the CW verse. But yeah, like that's yeah. if they do it, I think they caught Kevin Smith. And it, I, I didn't catch it, but if you say Kevin Smith figured out a way to represent that visually, then then yeah, he'd he'd love to do it. Yeah, I think what he said is like he wanted to do um, instead of actually having onomatopoeia make the noises, like he leaves a note that has the onomatopoeia on it, and the person like looks down and sees like a little scrap of paper that has like you know slacked or something on it and all of a sudden like throat the, cut the sword or something. comes across the throat or whatever yeah, yeah. something like that yeah I can dig which that which I like less I want basically the dude from from uh, from the police academy films <laughs> making the, the, the <laughs> no that would be so stupid you think that but I mean I don't really want him but they can make that creepy yeah I mean maybe you'd have to have the right actor it definitely would have to be the opposite end of that spectrum whatever that is Whatever Winslow, I think his name, maybe, I don't know. Whatever that dude's name like was. If, if if Cameron Monaghan could do it, could make noises like that, just imagine him doing that. Sure. Yeah, that could work. If you find, if you can find someone with as much like depth of creepiness and, and acting skills as him to do it, sure. I don't even know where to start, though. Oh, yeah. Whew. We, All right, we wearing you, you out there, buddy? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Been a bit long. Apparently. Day. Oh, um, one thing more about just this episode. Mm-hmm. That was some great music in the climax fight. Like the. I don't even remember it. There, it, it stood out to me during the the final like Green Arrow Diaz fight. That was some pretty great music. It needed to be to try to distract from what was obviously a not Richard Diaz or Ricardo Diaz fighting Green Arrow. Honestly, like it's not is, usually that. It's it's just it's, like because of like the room that I watch this stuff in. I can't. I sometimes I can't catch that if I watch it during the daytime. It has to be like mm-hmm. pitch dark for me to catch some stuff like that. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't even care. And plus, I don't. Something really has to stand out for me to care. Yeah, I mean, it, I didn't really care. Like it has to be as bad as that one flash scene that me and you still remember. Uh, we still remember it, as I don't remember. We're, it. we're well, talking about it a while back. It was like the one in the alley where he's like running up and down the wall for the first time or something, and you see him, and it's just like, oh my god, did they pull him out of? copy of goldeneye for this thing that looks terrible <laughs> oh lord <laughs> i do remember that <laughs> it were bad oh yeah good yeah. i thought there was a lot of good acting this episode renee also killed it um i thought he was gonna die i did and that's why i was so proud of him after the scene I was like man he he actually had me thinking he was going to die. By the way, that FBI agent he uh, fire or he he got out of that fire needs to be just sent home immediately. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's not going to you can't knows. you can't freeze like that, man. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta run when you get the chance. Even if you're using movie logic, you walk slowly away from the explosion. You don't just stand there and stare at it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do you ever see that uh, that stupid music video that was like uh, I don't remember who did it. It was I know J.J. Abrams was. I think it was a- Andy Samberg and J.J. Abrams. It was like J.J. Abrams had like a tie that was like a uh, a piano. 
And they're just the whole thing is just a song about how cool guys don't look at don't look at explosions. Oh no, I heard I heard <laughs> water cooler esque talk about it, but no, I never actually saw that one. <laughs> it was funny, and yet somehow I did see like throw it on the ground. I don't I don't know what Sandberg stuff I actually catch and what I don't. Throw it on the ground was great. It's pretty random. <laughs> My dad's not a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. That's pretty good. Um, I didn't catch any of that, but. Cool. Overall, like, man, pretty happy with the series in general, but um, this season ended up being, I'm not as down on it as you are. Like, it was yeah. it was a little exhausting here and there, but it was otherwise yeah, pretty good. Like, Diaz is compelling. They finally sold me on Laurel in, like, a, a, a way that I really liked and a way that she kind of, like, we've gotten onto her acting at times, and I still don't feel bad about it for, in certain situations, like, I don't know who made her do that, and I, and I hope it wasn't her for her sake. There just there are moments where like who made that choice and why, but especially this version of her, if they've really given her a lot to deal with and she's kind of killed it. Like, she kind of knocked it out of the park a few times. Yeah, uh, she she's done an okay job this season. I I'm still I I still would rather just see her not be a thing. Just go just so there's stakes. That's what I want. Yeah, I kind I feel like there's not. I feel like the old the, the other character like her char- original character died in vain a little bit. And, uh, I mean, this is almost just like a stone's throw away from, uh, brainwashing or something, you know, where it's like, yeah, she's not the character you knew, but she's the character you knew. Uh, uh. But yeah, I mean, I have been more down on this season and I, I apologize. I've been really annoyed with it. I've, I've, I've been very annoyed with the, with the, uh, the divisive nature of the teams, like how they've come, they've fallen apart. I, I don't like their motivations. I don't like how they, they rational, uh, rationalize their actions. Uh, you know, it was a really all, exhausting part know, of the season to work through those, those infighting between those two teams. I mean, Kurt is getting like all uppity because somebody tracked him. I'm like, dude, you tracked Felicity last year because you didn't trust her. Right. And you were right. You were right. <laughs> that what? behavior was rewarded <laughs> with rightness. I don't know, man. Everyone did the wrong thing for the right reasons here. What are we? Can we stop? Yeah. It finally like um, it, yeah. it. That was it. Was just a little bit of a slog there of going through the, the infighting, but it it did get me an episode. If if nothing else, it got me an episode here that was really rewarding to watch. Mm-hmm. Like the team's as solid as it's ever been. Um. Like I said, save the cat. I don't even quite resent the method. I just I did just think they miscalculated how much we'd care about those arguments. Because we didn't. Yeah, I think they tried to just pull something out of... They just tried to like pull it out of, of those characters. And we've already dealt with all this stuff. We dealt with it last year. Like, there shouldn't be any question to the new teammates why they would be tracking them or doing anything. Because one of their own was a traitor. Yeah. Like, little Artemis girl, she... She betrayed Oliver. Right. I, <laughs> this isn't hard. Yeah. I, I, then Dinah betrayed them with, with Vigilante. I know, I know. But this season. Like, what they were trying to get at in the course of this season was, you know, there's all that damage, and we've got to get past that, and you got to kind of go through a crucible together, and they did. And it made, made yeah. for a good, I like where we are now kind of thing, but it, it was just a lot. Like, I could have done all that in a couple episodes, and been way happier instead we didn't want like and you know six or seven the other the other confusing bit is that like oliver never seems to really change he never really seems to grow like at the end of every season it seems like he has grown and like he's learned a couple of lessons 
And then, like, the next season, he just makes all the same mistakes again, which is true to humanity, but very... It's not very satisfying when you're watching a television show and you're looking for a character arc. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, I hope all of that and is beyond that being us said, now. it still felt like he earned, learned something at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It felt like it. It could just be part of the trap again. We'll see. <laughs> oh, man. I will say, like, I really hope... There's a lot of people out there who hate just hate New Team Arrow, and I do like every one of those characters individually. I have not cared where they took them this season so much, but I do like those characters. I liked them last year, and uh, I, I don't know. Really, the fan the fandom has basically become like New Team Arrow versus original Team Arrow, and that's a real bummer to me. But, but the storyline, well, yeah, is, but the storyline they gave them this year forced us into that conversation, and that was that was not a good call. Yeah. It's, it's been a real bummer. So uh, hopefully it gets back to being a show with people who are all, like all on the same side there. Yeah. I just minute. wonder what they're going to do with Diaz though. It's like, are we going to do two seasons of the same guy? Cause that's bold. I don't, I mean, I mean, we, I mean, I like, I like the guy. I like Acevedo. He's a good actor, but two seasons, that's a stretch. My, my guess is that he'll be the first part of the season. You think he's like before the crossover? Well, because they're going to do about eight or nine episodes traditionally before the crossover, and then I think he'll probably be, you know, uh, about what uh, Michael Emerson was for this year, right? You know, Caden James, right? And setting up something else. The wheel keeps turning. That only matters to those on the rim. Yeah, he's going to be on the rim. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, here's a thing that I thought I would hate, but I didn't. William. Yeah, he did. I actually liked William. He's um, he's a little wooden for me every now and then, but he's pre- overall pretty good. I like how they've used him. Yeah, I didn't like him at the beginning of the season so much because they've got him like pointing at Oliver and saying, there, "There's the bad man." It was, just, it was a bad start to his character, man. That was bad. It, it was. I'm like, you're like 35, kid. Yeah. <laughs> that was. I'm that kidding. Was just he's weird. obviously not 35. That was weird. But yeah, like they've used him well. And I, I like that they are trying to grow into him being a family man. They're not just using him as, as some kind of motivation. They just pull out of the box every now and then. It's not like every mm-hmm. five episodes they're like, but you have a kid, and then they show him for a second, so we're sad. It's like, uh, clearly Oliver's been trying to. <laughs> every villain just has some, has the kid, you know? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not the boy blunder or some crap. Like it's they've been... Oliver's like, no! Yeah. They've been trying to grow him into being a, a family guy, so. Yeah. That worked for me. But just like with Diggle, it just makes me wish that, like, they would stop doing what they're doing. I'm like, you've got kids. Come on, man. Yeah, but that's the thing. Uh, they addressed that with Diggle pretty well. He actually says, I know. Um, you know, that thing about, like, I compartmentalize. Like, when I am when I have, you have the gun on, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. They addressed that pretty well. Mm-hmm. But they clearly have a different plan for Oliver and even a different plan for Renee. Like, they've They've got an idea of what the relationship is with all their kids and mm-hmm. it's working for me oh i love that bit about I, uh like felicity saying that he's confused he's wondering how a woman he met a, a year ago is his only parent now like, oh <laughs> oh that's rough uh-huh yep man i did get a little tired of the uh the uh the diggle oliver conversation like you know i put the needs of my child above or, or below the needs of your child etc mm-hmm. like like yeah, I mean, that's what you've been... I mean, just quit, man. You're good. <laughs> you can just walk away. Like, 
You said Ooh. you wanted to be a part of the team, and Oliver was like, cool, let's do this, because I'm the leader of this team, and now you're like, I did this. Like, yeah, that was the that was the idea. Was the plan. We discussed that before we left the bunker. <laughs> you could have stayed in the bunker. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to uh, the next season. Yeah. Oh, I guess the new bunker is going to be like the FBI headquarters, wherever it is in Star City now. Oh yeah, I while. forgot we kind of we kind of lost the bunker, didn't Not we? Not even kind of. That shit blowed up. <laughs> I'm good with that. I liked that bunker. It was a though. good looking it was bunker. A sweet bunker. Yeah, I was excited when the when it became the bunker. I saw the pictures of it and went, "Oh, a bunker! A good that's awesome." I would have hated to be the IT guy for that bunker. I mean, that was just Felicity. I know. I know. But I know my skill set and I know hers. And me looking at that thing, I'd have been like, I don't know how I'm going to coordinate this many monitors, man. I don't even know how to do that. That is... I did... I'm going to have to get... I'm going to get on YouTube for a while. I'll be I'll be back. <laughs> I did laugh when she was like, operating the FBI systems are way easier when you're not hacking. Yeah, them. that was good. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to move on to uh, our Gotham review. So, uh, I don't know. If you enjoyed hearing us talk about this episode, feel free to pop over to dconscreen.com for every episode for free. That's, uh, I don't know, 484 of them at this point. 485 of them? Whatever. We're up there. It's a lot. Yeah. We're, um, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're doing, we're, everything's wrapping up right now, so we're stuck on reviews, and then we've got news coming after that. It'll still be like just another minute for news. But there's some really good Arrow news yeah. coming up whenever that, whenever we get to it. Is there? Oh, yeah. G- give it to me, man. Let me know. What is it? What's happening? Should we just, should we just drop that one? Yeah, let's just drop it. Let's, let's, the crossover. What's happening? The crossover. Apparently, it's going to be Gotham and Batwoman. Oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Fun times. We know all he's getting out of, out of prison now. Right? There's no way that I'm going to have Stephen Amell meet my member of the Bat family. Like That's happening. That's happening. Plus, he was the one that was super <laughs> excited to announce it. Like They had him announce it at the upfronts. That's the thing. Mm. It, it fits well. We're doing a bunch of reviews right now, and then they'll be done with the upfronts and the wrapping up who's who's what and who's who, the, the May presentations by the time we get back for news. So it'll be a big news episode when we get back. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, anyway, we're going to go ahead and do the Gotham season finale review, and uh, I'd love to see you over there. Hopefully you watch the show and are interested in what we have to say. DCOnScreen.com. Until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time, the TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you maladjusted? You know what drives you, what inspires you. You know why you're here today, thinking about your education and your career. But do you know how to get where you're going? Indiana Wesleyan University is a place where your dreams and goals are known, where you're pushed to excel, and you're supported beyond graduation day. Explore our tuition guarantee, our faith-integrated coursework, and more than 100 online degree programs. 
See how it's possible at IWUisHow.com. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.